0: Okay.
1: Is it a movie?
0: Yeah. Or is it a show? I don't know. <laughs> they were unclear on whether it was one or the other. But if you drop it and fuck, then it's gotta be, I don't know I, I don't know what, right?
1: Already the watch, already the time.
0: You Get your article ready? All up here. It's locked in. Yep. <clears throat>
1: Are we recording? We're recording. Test test mic check one two.
0: Let's do this.
1: Mr. Peanut Butter. I've been watching Bojack Horseman. Alright. <clears throat> <coughs> Hey folks, welcome to Culture Jacked. You're here with Dustin and Anthony. Tonight on the show, we're talking about DC movies and the DC Extended Universe. So get your headphones on, you're about to get jacked. Alright folks, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, We're going to get talking about that DC stuff, but first, uh, Anthony. What do you have from the internet? What'd you bring me?
0: What'd you bring us? Is this I, a, is I a family. I brought something kind of special. All right. Near and dear to my heart. Okay. Tell us about this. So, it's kind of... I think it's funny. Uh, recently, I was told by my wife that <laughs> there was an article about a Blockbuster store getting ready to close. Okay. Then I was like, okay, cool. You know, that's cool. Uh, I'll look it up because we had some stuff to do in Anchorage. So I look up the article. It's in one of the local news. News guys had an article on it. And it says Blockbuster. And so actually, let me step back for a second. So I look this up and I'm like, why the hell are there pictures of of a groin protector and (laughs) uh, uh, a robe and a hood? I'm like. And Blockbuster's close, you know, Blockbuster's reopening. I'm like, seems like a weird combination of yeah, articles. Yeah, I'm like, and what the hell is going on here? So I read the article, and essentially the article just says, you know, Blockbuster's going to reopen, and they already did. This is all past past tense now, but they are going to reopen and uh, sell off the rest of their stock. So I'm like, what what the hell is is going on here? But what's the deal with the pictures? Well, it was the store that John Oliver decided to send. Uh, the groin protector from Cinderella Man, the robe, the hood from Robin Hood—all of Russell Crowe's <laughs> personal, personal effects. effects. And so I was like, "What the hell?" Um, fortunately, uh, the timing was was just about perfect because we read the article. It was the day that they reopened. I did go to go see this stuff, which was weird, kind of cool. weird, weird and cool. No, it was. The, I was going to take some pictures. But it was so crowded in that Blockbuster, which was crazy. But a real quick snippet and backstory on what had happened was John Oliver ended up purchasing these goods because he wanted to help the last, uh, there was four Blockbusters at the time. This is obviously past now. At the time, there were four Blockbusters. Three of the four Blockbusters left in America were in Alaska. The one that got it was the one on DeBar Store. And it was this long joke, and I'm not gonna play through the whole thing, but I highly suggest that you Google or yeah, Google or YouTube John Oliver Russell Crowe. Last week tonight. Yep. And it is a hilarious story. It's a two part story. Um
1: guy does some weird shit.
0: Oh, it was hilarious though. He ended up doing like this quit mantra because of this other events that had happened with pandas and chlamydia and you gotta watch it you gotta watch it
1: who was that for russell crowe as well
0: yeah russell crowe. russell crowe donated all of the money that john oliver had given him for all oh, the goods right to the uh uh this Co- panda it was a koala or a koala. koala yeah koala, koala. 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 Chlamydia. Yeah, ch- chlamydia uh Sanction in australia and so they put up a video saying Thank you, Russell Crowe. This really helps. People don't understand that these koalas have chlamydia. And as a special mention at the end of it, they say, John Oliver, we're naming this ward after you. the John Oliver koala chlamydia chlamydia ward. And had built a really nice plaque that they're sending him. Uh, Anyways, definitely worth checking it out. But that's not the story. The story is... Blockbuster final closing and I'll throw in there with the Russell Crowe. The Russell Crowe goods were not a part of the sale. The owner uh, and there were signs up and stuff there on site. The the owner wasn't sure what they wanted to do with the goods at this time. Hopefully uh, they'll donate it to someone that That'll use it, and it's not some weird thing to where the owner's like, "I'm just going to keep this stuff," because that's also kind of weird. Because that is kind of weird. I mean, it's kind of cool. Like, I it would be badass to have the Cinderella Man robe, right? Yeah, right. You're but the groin piece—that's what is you're like. Looking for. That's kind of weird. And It was kind of weird to see it. It was kind of funny. Do you think John Oliver wore it after he bought it? No, he. It was. Uh, he no. bought it and
1: shipped it immediately to. Alaska. Yeah,
0: that's what they said. Interesting. Never been cleaned. He emphasized <laughs> that. He emphasized it multiple times. And it's also featured in Russell Crowe's – I don't know if you got to see Russell Crowe's divorce sale where he's actually talking about some of it. It was pretty funny. No. It was. So, anyways, that's the article. What are your thoughts on – not so much the John Oliver end part because that's just its Um, own thing. But the last – one of the few last blockbusters opening up to sell off the stock – and them receiving their Russell Crowe goods. <laughs> I think it's
1: awesome that he sent them there to Blockbuster.
0: Um, I do too. I think it's
1: and I and I heard because I've I've already also seen some, seen some stuff on that and I know that there's you know there were two in Alaska uh, that were left the one in Fairbanks and then the one on, in Anchorage and there's one now I think the last one now is in Seattle I want to say
0: I'm not sure well it was three because it was the one in uh, Soldotna Anchorage the Soldotna one closed and then the Fairbanks one, I think, closed, and now this is the last one. Other than wherever that other one is in Seattle.
1: So I think that the right thing to do would be to give those Russell Crowe, you know, uh, paraphernalias to the final blockbuster. It's kind of like a last stand. You know, are you not entertained yet? I think we just, you know, I know that wasn't the movie, but should go to that last store. Or do
0: you think that I? I almost think now that you just said that. I almost think that they should look up, like, the most badass mom and pops video Video store that's been rocking it forever that aren't going to close. I think they should donate to them. Yeah. I think that would be be, be totally, totally cool. Um, One funny thing about that, too, was uh, I rented from that Blockbuster a shitload. And being in there, it sucked because I got in there and dude, it I mean, there was lines. It was packed. Oh my goodness, man. We walked in, I looked at the stuff, I was like, holy shit, I was going to take a picture. There's too many people walking into you. I mean, like you couldn't, I'd have to like put my face against the glass to like, quick, before someone was like running into you. But I will say being in there and then we were only in there for a few minutes and then leaving, it was... Uh, it brought back a lot of memories, and it also made me kind of sad because even toward the end, there was a video place that I was going to uh, right when Redbox kicked up that I was like, you know, I like supporting the local guy. I like talking... There, there was actually... It was kind of funny, too, because there was two guys uh-huh. that worked there that were like... To, to me, it was almost like movie characters. It was almost like a Kevin Smith character. And like, it was because, man... The one was a slouch, the other one was trying to be a manager, and, like, they were characters, and and they knew a shitload about movies, man. Like, you go in and ask, hey, man, I can't remember what, oh, yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And they'd call you if a movie came in that you asked them about. I mean, like, it had that whole thing, and it kind of sucked as it died, and I still feel like if there was a video store in my local area, I would go to it. Not to spite Redbox or anything, but just to have the experience. Walk in there and look around. Yeah. That was you know, that was some of my favorite
1: memories as a child. We had, you know, Billy's video uh, yep. down where we used to live and and going up there and finding the new movies and you know, your your parents or you said, you know, you can pick one old one yep, and you can pick one old one. We're picking the new one tonight. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, the new one just were and then you'd have to rewind before be kind rewind. We'd all had that little personal video rewinder in our house that wasn't even part of the VCR or anything, so that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's kind of sad, too, that these stores are closing down, calling it
0: a day. the And... <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, just overall, I mean, that's that's more or less what happened. And it was also... It was also kind of chummy... Not chummy, but like, I, I don't know, just being there and seeing just... Because I've bought a lot of movies from those sales before, sure. video gallery or movie gallery. Uh,
1: What'd you the, buy this time?
0: I didn't buy anything because the line was too long. Oh, so fair But that little mom and pop shop I was just talking about, I bought a bunch of their movies, you know, and I still have them. And I'm like, damn, man. You know, it's always cool to get a deal on movies. Like, I have probably close to a thousand movies on discs still, but I, I don't know. There's something there, but... Let's uh. You want to jump get, into it? Let, let's get to the meat and bones of this, yeah. this bad boy. All right. So,
1: like we said, we are talking about DC, and and more specifically, we're talking about the DC extended universe. We're going to talk about some other you know DC adventures here, but uh, the answer to the MCU, the Marvel movies that have been uh, kicking it around for a little bit and being very successful, the less uh, successful DC universe. So I guess maybe just. We'll talk about some some movies that that popped up before the DC universe really took off. Um, you know, there's the old Superman movies. Did you watch watch yeah. those back in the day?
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I, I used to love the, the old Superman movies. I mean, that was that was a part of being a kid, man. You had to you had to watch them. I mean, because there was a lot of DC stuff. I mean, I feel like that character alone, Superman, is such a such a character. Uh, that showed up everywhere, from cartoons to to action figures to comic books to all of that. So, I mean, absolutely, the Christopher Reeve stuff and and and, and everything.
1: Did you did you watch any of those as an adult? I have. <laughs> How do they stand up? How do they do they stand did the you test? Not the time? stand up. No, I, I, have I you? Uh, not recently, not re- not within the last decade, I, I watched, watched
0: one. Yeah, I watched one, uh, actually not too long ago, and I don't, I think it was Superman Returns with Gene Hackman. Oh yeah, was it? Sure. Was it that one? Is that the one where he had like the big balloon that he was flying off into? And no, it was where he's like on the yacht, <laughs> in, in the
1: <laughs> ocean, I, it was just like... Was uh, that the, that, that was the new one with like Brandon Roth? Ralph? No,
0: no, this was the original one they were also on a
1: boat, oh Kevin Spacey was the villain in the in the not the new new Man of Steel oh but, uh, yeah the other superman like the, like the, 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 the first, soft of the first attempt yeah Brandon Ruth and he became uh, Adam on uh, on the League of Legends League of Tomorrow on the CW oh did he he's part of the Arrowverse yeah okay he's heavy in the League of Legends okay out.
0: Yeah, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about one that's way yeah, older. Yeah, you're where, talking you know, about where the he always old one. had like the he always had this like big smoking coat on and, you, and everything. You're
1: talking about the one where, uh, what was his what was his name Zod? I think it was where they trap Zod in like the mirror world or the the mirror dimension where he's in that you know he's in that flat piece and then they shipped him off into space. Him and his cronies are kind of like we off into the the stratosphere. That's the one you're talking about, isn't it?
0: I, I only caught a few minutes of it and, and i was watching and then i ended up having to go do something but yeah i mean i i did watch the original superman movies when i was a kid i thought it was awesome i mean it was yeah, like sure. oh my goodness he's flying it's, well he's flying and look he's like a normal guy you know and he's <laughs> car he's clark kent one moment and he's superman and he's doing all these crazy things you know but i was a big comic i you know i loved superman as a kid i loved uh Superboy and all that all of that stuff I mean I followed that for a little while there when I was a when I was a kid and it, you know Superman was at the forefront of my, my heroes so um, yeah I, I did uh, and then there was Batman too back then too sure. you know you yeah. got the uh, Michael Keaton Batman
1: yeah, we talked about him in uh, previous episodes. Yeah, if you haven't checked that episode out, go check it out. We have a pretty explosive time talking about Batman and our favorite yeah, and least favorite. Exclusive Batman. It's all about Batman. Yeah, one hundred percent Batman. But
0: I, you know, I, I feel like uh, that kind of paved the way for future for future stuff to come because Superman was pretty successful. Sure, those Batman came came out. You know, uh, that Tim Burton built a pretty big name out of that. Michael Keaton did a good job. You know, mm-hmm. at the time, Michelle Pfeiffer, Danny DeVito, Jack Nicholson, all these big names were tied to it. It was a big thing. I remember as a kid, I was like, holy cow, this is just amazing is to popping. see this. So there's that. What else? The, Let's keep well, kind of moving yeah, the, forward. the Chris,
1: Christopher Nolan Batman's, of course, the Batman, the Dark Knight trilogy. Batman Begins, yeah. Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises. Uh, again, we talk about those in the in the other episode. What we wanted to kind of exclusively focus on here or or focus Lead on more to, right. is the uh, DCEU, uh, the the DC extended universe. And
0: well, it, real, real quick though before yeah. we before we kind of cruise past the Christopher Nolan trilogy and and we dive into this, I think that that trilogy and the way it was done, obviously Christopher Nolan killed it, but, uh, highly successful or wildly successful, especially with the, uh, first one was, was done very well. Successful. Second one with Heath Ledger, um, and his like critically acclaimed performance. Oh, as yeah. the Joker. I mean, that's going to go down in history forever. And then of course you got Tom Hardy as Bane. And, um, bef- before we get into the, that next kind of the next generation of it you know i felt like or i feel like currently and we'll dive into each one of these new movies and all of that that they had a hell of a platform to launch off of they really did so i'm just gonna put that off out there i mean like you couldn't have asked for even i i put that trilogy against the mcu and it still stands up personally yeah you know what i mean i could say that all three of those movies were all quality movies um you can argue whether you like the Christian Bale or not, but regardless, they were great freaking movies. Uh, and it's interesting the path that they took. You know, the path, the next step was Superman. Yeah. And well, they left it on such a cliffhanger
1: too, because they left it on uh, old oh boy. What's his What's his name?
0: Joseph Gordon Levitt.
1: Joseph Gordon Levitt. Uh, <laughs> you know, running into the cave uh. and going, "Shoot, this is the Batmobile. I am the next Batman, or I'm Nightwing." or whatever uh incarnation he, he could have been and,
0: and we should at some point maybe what we'll do is is we need to re-watch that like director's cut and see if he talks about kind of what that or maybe we'll look that up or oh, something to sure, see sure, what sure, was sure. his original intent with that right because like, he had to have something or the studio made him do it or something if but,
1: he wanted to springboard off of it or something i maybe. mean i'd like to know wouldn't you like to know at this point, I'm really happy with the way the DCEU is headed, so uh, I... Oh,
0: <laughs> that, that can be taken one of one of two ways at this point. They're definitely... <clears throat> <laughs> so the, the
1: DCEU, which we now know from San Diego Comic-Con, they've rebranded it as uh, the Worlds of DC, or DC Worlds, or, or some damn thing. Yeah. Um, it started off, like you said, with the Superman movies. What did you think of that, that man of steel? What do you think of Superman?
0: Henry Cavill?
1: Henry Cavill.
0: Uh I, I liked it. I like I liked the story. I like Kevin Costner being his earth dad. I liked Russell Crowe being his real quote air quotes dad. I liked uh, Michael Shannon as the bad guy. Like he I thought he did good. He was a very convincing He was odd bad guy. Right? Yeah, he was yeah. odd. Um I, I thought it was good. There was a couple of scenes in it. I was like, yeah. You know, one of the ones that stuck out to me was when Kevin Costner was fighting off the tornado or whatever that was <laughs> I'm like, they really didn't have to have all of this. Save his ass. Yeah, you know, I'm like, you are the man of steel. Like, you saved a bus as a child. You can't save your dad, who's like a few feet. From, I mean, like, come on, you know. So... I thought that scene was kinda of cheesy, but overall I was I was open to it and I was like, you know what, I like it, I think it's cool, dude's trying to find himself. How would you have preferred they kill off Kevin Costner? Well shit, they could have done the, they, they could've done an assortment of things that weren't as dramatic or trying to get such a response from it. That thing could have just the, the tornado could have just came in and wrecked it. Wrecked him. And he wasn't around. Yeah, I mean then it would have been believable it wouldn't have been so dramatic. Um, or they got separated, and he's trying to get away. I, I don't think it should have been with an eye shot of each other. He's all helping that someone stuff. else, maybe. But yeah, away from him. You know what I mean. And he turns Towards, around and he's like,
1: "Oh no, I just helped these people," and he instead
0: died. and yeah, or something like sure. that. I think would have been a little bit more uh, appropriate for kind of the story. But yeah, overall, I, I liked it. I liked. Uh, I think Henry Cavill played a great Superman. What do you think of the decision at the end,
1: uh, when Superman cracked old Zod's neck? I liked it. You liked it? Yeah, because and, and it was a you huge... got a raging
0: erection. You're yeah, like? No, oh God! No, yes, no, he did well, it. Well, and I uh, and I absolutely love that it was such a controversy because huge controversy. Yeah. Batman does or not Batman? Superman doesn't kill people. Batman doesn't either, though. Yeah. No, well, neither. Do, yeah, you're right. Not until Batman versus Superman. Right. But it, but it was this thing to where I'm like, you know, I I felt like it was right. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, this dude just, like, <laughs> blew up or was attempting to kill, essentially kill off everything. And he's this militant, crazy bastard. But
1: if you remember, he was doing, like, the laser beam eyes yeah. at, like, this group of people. And he was going to toast them. And Superman's, like, holding on to his head. And he's like, I'm going to kill these people if you don't kill me. And he's like, snap your neck.
0: Yeah. It's pretty cool. It is what it is, man. It's pre- <laughs> all right, let's go to the next movie okay, all in right. the lineup.
1: So, Man of Steel led uh, perfectly. It was enough of a build-up, enough of a culmination of characters to uh, you know launch the the DC Worlds, the DC Extended Universe, uh, and go right into an um, entourage film with uh, Batman vs. Superman, right? Uh, no. They did... Plenty no. of build up and no, it, it was the per- it was just the perfect amount. One movie and then into the into the, the team up movie.
0: Right. I, and I think that was their biggest I, I feel like DC's biggest failure uh, so far is doing that.
1: Wait, what I, I I'm having a hard time seeing this though because like Man of Steel, you've got one movie under your belt, why not do the next movie with Batman, Superman, The Flash Wonder Woman, Cyborg, and a little teaser for all those guys including Aquaman bring in Lex Luthor and why not the whole Doomsday arc at the same time I think it was perfect, well planned coordinated and executed
0: I don't. You disagree? Oh, extremely disagree (laughs) extremely disagree I I think that
1: What was your big hang up on Batman vs. Superman?
0: Oh, there was multiple hangups. One was just everything you just pretty much said. Because, <laughs> uh, A, everybody knew the Bafflick deal, The Bat- Ben Affleck's going to come in, to where this is a different Batman. This is not the Batman that everybody just loved and was like, holy shit. This is this new Batman. Why didn't he get his own movie? I mean, this is Batman we're talking about. Right. You know, over the last 15 years prior, Batman had a hell of a lot more airtime than Superman. Right. You know, with a trilogy within the last five years, you know, or ten years behind it. So, I, I think a they should have never went that bold. I think they should have done a Batman movie, mm-hmm. um, building up and, and telling that story uh, as they played in Batman or Batman versus Superman. They played it like they were across a pond from each other. Then we should have gotten a freaking movie showing how horrible life was for Bruce Wayne and for Batman. I think that that would have given people the sense that, hey, you know what? Ben Affleck's going to make an okay Batman. Hey, this is what's kind of going on over here. Meanwhile, all this other shit happened. Um, I also think that it would have given everybody the opportunity to kind of understand that universe more than the two hours that you got in Batman versus Superman, which there was a lot of hokey shit. Right. So I, I I just feel like they it was a missed opportunity by leaps and bounds. Like and all the weird. I also didn't care for all of the weird technology shit with Batman and all of that change because I'm like, come on, man. I you don't know anything about this guy and he's pulling out this weird uh, metal suit with aviator goggles. I'm like, what the fuck? Is that was avi-
1: super dope, man.
0: Aviator goggles gonna do for a guy in a metal suit?
1: You know the best way to kick off the DC Extended Universe, is to put an Iron Man right in your movie, and so that's what they did. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's actually pretty funny. <laughs> put, like, damn it, we can't come too far, <laughs> <up>, can we? <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink.
0: So, like, <laughs> listen, Zach Schneider. His name's Rory Bark. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he's, the, he's Steel Man. Yeah, he's Steel Man. <laughs> and he doesn't have a glowing thing on his chest. He's doing all right. Yeah, he's Aluminum Man. Yeah. Pull, pull, let's make both nothing, of his eyes nothing like, nothing like those other guys. Yeah. At all. That's, that's, that's how desperate they were to I, kick I, off I, a I universe. That's, <laughs> that's hilarious. Well, I think I, I think part, part, part of what you're saying is right, though. I, I think that they got a little bit, you know, because Superman did pretty well. Mm-hmm. I think they got that, and they're like, dude, we're just going to go all out, and these guys are going to love this whole thing. Um, and, and I know Batman vs. Superman didn't do horrible. It didn't. Right. Um, I, I just feel like they definitely went all in, and they probably shouldn't have. They jumped the gun. They Yeah, I mean, because they, they had so much opportunity to do kind of what they're doing right now, and we'll get to that here in a few minutes, but to where it's like you should have did some of that up front, front load a little bit. You know, because an example of that. Well, actually, I'll talk about that here in a few minutes if I remember to. So, <laughs> let's jump over. Let's jump sideways, and then we'll get back on this track. We're right. on. Jump All sideways right. because jumping sideways. they did a similar thing with Suicide Squad. So Suicide Squad came out. Well, tr- you didn't expect well, them to do each, a video for or a
1: movie for each one of the. No, absolutely Squad. no,
0: absolutely not. Okay. But had they done a Batman movie, they could have incorporated a couple of them, a couple of them, sure, as these uh, side villains that don't get caught or don't sure, get killed. Yeah, the first act that would have villain. been freaking beautiful. Yeah, okay, um, in addition to that, they could have thrown maybe one as a maybe news articles or something that Superman heard about, uh, and they're not directly directly connected, but maybe someone makes mention about Easter it. Easter eggs. Yeah, right, Go you know, ahead. to where you're kind of like, "What? Who is this boomerang guy?" Or "Who, who is this sure. this uh, Harley Quinn character?" You know, kind of building the anticipation, but not having him as a focal point. Don't take right. it off of the main character. Um, so, and then, bam! Suicide drop. Suicide Squad's just dropped. Um, what did you think before I talk about? It? What did you think of it?
1: I loved almost all of Suicide Squad. I I love the character interactions um i i loved will smith's deadshot mm-hmm. i love margot robbie's um uh harley, harley quinn. quinn yeah yeah uh jared leto's joker was different but i didn't dislike him i thought he was a good joker he's a different kind of joker uh things that i didn't like the main villain uh, was is it the enchantress yep is that uh that actress has no acting range she someone stopped putting her in front of a camera for one, uh, damn,
0: that, that may be the boldest thing you've said on this. podcast. No,
1: I can't. I can't stand her. If you've seen uh, Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets, she was in that one as well. Mm-hmm. And the uh, male lead, I don't know his, his name either, but that actor also no range, and then no chemistry between the two of them. So, are we talking about
0: DC or? We are <laughs> okay. So the actress no go. For no, sure. the
1: actress no go. What about
0: the interaction? between her character and then bringing her brother back I thought that was kind of a that was just too much bullshit the whole end
1: game for that movie was a little bit outrageous like Suicide Squad shouldn't have been a world ending type catastrophe it should have been them infiltrating some dirty government agency over in some uh Third world country or something. Or something I don't know something
0: like that. Yeah, not this like higher super entity thing. Yeah,
1: breaking down a, a gorilla group somewhere. And then the last thing that I didn't like about Suicide Squad was uh, the crocodile character. <laughs> I thought he should have been animated. Like I, he could have been a Hulk esque character that was animated well into that movie. I think.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I I just. I felt like it was way too rushed I didn't care for some of the character di- dynamics uh, Similar similar to yours I thought Will Smith did did fairly well uh, I thought Jared Leto's Joker I, I, I liked how his was kind of like To me it was kind of like a combination between the comic uh, A version of the comic and a version of the cartoon A more upbeat kind of different character Which was nice to see because I also love the classic Joker. I mean, that's that's a, that's a sure. thing the, a thing too. And I like a, a lot of others uh, versions and variations that they've had. But I didn't care for a not really knowing anything about these characters because I I don't I didn't really know a, a whole sure. lot. I'd seen I was familiar with Harley Quinn and the Joker, of course, just simply from the years and years and years of watching the Batman cartoons um, and some Batman comics, but. Outside of that boomerang and uh, the majority of the other guys, I was not super familiar with, which is okay. But still, it seemed like some of them were very short, short lived. They didn't. Boomerang's a good example of one that was kind of like, why is this guy even in this movie? Right. You know, the Diablo guy or El Diablo or whatever his name was. I thought he had a cool. The way that they executed his character was cool. I don't think he had any fucking place being in the movie at all.
1: He had a cool character, arc. He did.
0: He did. But I just felt like this dude is one of the baddest characters in this, like badass characters. Cool story, how they had him in that chamber. Um, But it was like, to me, it was like, why is this guy even in here? They could have just made a movie on him, I felt. And like, it would have been probably pretty cool. Could have been a pretty cool one, man. Right, you know. Um, So... I wasn't a huge fan of it. I mean, I, I, I saw it in theater, like, anticipating. I was like, shit, you know, the trailers make it look epic. And then sure. I, I watched it, and I, I was like, man. Less epic than I had originally thought. Yeah, because it was too much. And then the, even the scenes in the skyscraper and all this stuff, it was like, what in the hell kind of junk is this? All right. So, Suicide Squad, you're
1: kind of, oh, yeah, 50-50? 75-25?
0: 50, yeah, I'd say 50-50. I mean, it was... It was I would say it was enjoyable to watch just because of the action, but it's not... I wouldn't watch it twice. Okay,
1: so so just basing on our earlier conversation there, so Batman vs. Superman. You know, they put out one one movie, the Man of Steel movie, and then they went jumped into Batman vs. Superman. Not enough. Uh, you saw Wonder Woman. Um, we're we're going to talk about upcoming movies later, like Shazam and Aquaman had they done the Flash movie and all these other movies before Batman vs Superman? Like, if you could picture that in your head... Right, right, okay. Would you... Would then, watching the same experience you had with Batman vs Superman, would it be a better experience? Would Do you feel like you um, would enjoy yeah, well, yeah, it more? Uh,
0: pro- probably, but I also think the story Batman versus Superman would have been a different story. You think so? Yeah, I think so. I think that they would have gotten enough... Uh, of reviews and rapport from people that at least if it was me, I would have been like, okay, well I, I know that they liked this or they didn't like that, right. That that character would have had more, uh, more involvement or more engagement to whatever they needed to be successful in that movie in lieu of what it was. Right. So that means, you know, to me, flash flash would have had a mission or, uh, Uh, Superman would have had, or in this case Batman would have had, I would have understood where he was coming from and where he needs to go and I think the studio would have too instead of just kind of throwing him in there. Gotcha. So what you're saying
1: is since Wonder Wonder Woman happened, we had a Batman vs. Superman and a uh, Man of Steel what you're saying is the Justice League movie that they released was incredible because those other movies preceded it. Not I mean, if I'm all. getting you right, if I'm quoting not you at correctly. All. That is not what I that's said. That's exactly at what you all. said. Rewind the tape,
0: Don. Yeah. That is not what I said at all. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm positive. Where's the Batman movie again? They're, Go ahead and no, remind me, where is it again? Where's the standalone Batman movie? It's it's with Superman. It happened earlier before the Justice League. That wasn't a standalone was a, Batman movie. It was a Batman movie. And it was a
1: Superman movie. It was kind of a was Wonder Woman movie. Not really.
0: Not really. Not really. And that Flash movie, I'm still waiting on that one too, bud. <laughs> I haven't seen that one yet. He's the quickest character. What, 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 we're going to be waiting a long time for him. Saying, where's the cyborg? Or what's that guy's name? Cyborg. Yeah. Where's his movie again? Um uh, yeah, well, he was in Justice League. <laughs> That's that what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Justice League was a shit show. Did you Did you watch yes, it? Yes, it was. You on, finally it was watched on, it. It was, on, it was on freaking HBO. I watched it. What your big beef about Justice League? Was it, was it Henry hor- Cavill's mustache? It was horrible. No, it was just horrible. It was like let's throw all these guys together. I felt this is my honest like my honest opinion of it was I felt like they had tiny pockets of success with the previous few movies that went out. Wonder Woman being the best that they'd God, come God, that was with. so good. Well and, and it did very well. Mm-hmm. Very, very well in the in the box office that they thought that they could fucking get away with, hey, let's just throw them all together. I know this thing. I watched these other guys. It's working. We're going to just do this, and then we're going to make a gazillion bucks, and we're going to be able to do whatever we want. That wasn't the case with this movie. Uh, The constant battling of the fly creatures and all of those parademons. Or whatever the hell. It was horrible.
1: And Steppenwolf.
0: It was just horrible. The, The execution, the team building, I just thought it was like... Who the hell wrote this? Okay, all right, all
1: right. If <laughs> one, you're breaking my heart here. No, I'm not. You are. No, this I'm is, not. This because is truly tragic when and you, devastating. You saw movies. it in
0: theaters, right? No, I did not. Okay, <laughs> you saw it the day it released on. on no, video. I did not. The week after. No, I. The month after. No, I saw. So it. that couldn't have been a priority <laughs> in your life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I did not. So I saw. Ladies and gentlemen.
0: He said no even more than once. (laughs) I I saw it on the plane. (laughs) For free. For free. And it was, like, really laggy. So, So, like,
1: I missed some big chunks of the movie. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me how you really feel
0: about this again. Let's let's recap. Look, for the parts of the movie
1: I did see, it was right up there next to Nicolas Cage's Ghost Rider. It was was so close.
0: It was epically a C. movie. All right, okay,
1: so uh, Justice League wasn't great um if okay so set all the rest of the movie aside set the whole movie aside except for Uh, I want
0: you to tell me what you thought of uh Urza Miller as Flash I liked him I I did I I liked him because he kind of reminds me of uh Tom Holland, Spider Man, like I think he fits the character. He's kind of quirky. They were casted pretty well. Yeah, I yeah. thought I thought he was casted well. Had the story been written written better, but I, I do like him. I, I thought he did a I thought he did a good job.
1: Yeah, I, I I thought he did as well. I I do think they took kind of a a. Uh, page out of the playbook of X-Men with Quicksilver and X-Men, especially with uh, the Flash's scenes Mm -hmm. where, you know, things stopped or they were in ultimate slow motion and he was just kind of moving around. And so they did. But, I mean, that's a really good way to showcase superhuman speed. So it's not like I really fault the movie for that because there are very few faults with that movie. It was amazing.
0: We crappy. I'll finish that sentence for you. Let's keep (laughs) moving, though. All right. So last... That was their last big movie out at this time. That was the last
1: big movie out. Want to talk about the the upcoming ones that we saw out of uh, San Diego Comic Con? We talked about a little bit in that episode, but... uh, Yeah, let's do it. We we saw a trailer for uh, Shazam, and we saw a trailer for uh, Aquaman as far as movies go. We also saw the trailer for that the series, the Titans series. Do you have any big thoughts on any of those?
0: Yeah, no, ones. no, each one, I mean, each one, taking it as its own, um, I watched Shazam and I can get behind it. For now I wanna see more I wanna see more uh trailers. It looks funny. It looks like a fun, funny movie. So we'll see what the next trailer kind of unveils, you know, I mean, at this point, right. because to be completely honest with the uh, disappointments with the previous movies, it's like, what's the next trailer going to be? Is it going to be him fish fighting a dragon and <laughs> Aquaman's there and then they're going to bring in some, you know what I mean? I'm like, so that's that's unfortunately kind of my <laughs> stance on it, but right now with the limited, kind of the teaser trailer that's come out, it looks cool, it looks fun.
1: It was goofy. It reminded me kind of of the... The tick,
0: if yeah, you remember a, the tick. a little bit,
1: yeah, and not just because I don't know if their effects aren't done or or what, but his muscles, his he looks like he's wearing the rubber suit, yeah, um, and so that's that's kind of a little corny to me, but I thought it was goofy, and I thought the way that he acted in the trailer was how a young person would act if they all, all of a sudden got superpower. So that was kind of yeah. that was kind of cool.
0: Yeah, I, thought. I agree. I agree. So I, to me, let's see what else comes out for it, um, right? And that'll be the tale of whether I, I see that or not. Aquaman. I want part of me wants to like Aquaman because of Jason Momoa. Well, no, no, not so much because of him. But but it's like, damn, man, are they gonna make a good movie here? Because like, <laughs> ah, holy cow, they made Wonder Woman, didn't they? Yeah. Well, that was the past, man. I mean, how many... Hasn't James Wan,
1: wasn't he the director of uh, Fast and the Furious movie? Yeah. Also, like, a Star Trek movie, I want to say?
0: No, he did not do a Star he Trek movie. He didn't
1: do a Star Trek, no. Trek movie?
0: That was a... What's his name, man? J.J. J. Abrams. You did the
1: first one, but didn't James Wan do a Star Trek movie, too?
0: No, I think the, all the newer ones were J.J. J. The J. one with the
1: Beastie Boys song?
0: yeah. Don't be getting your hopes up, son. <laughs> <Let's- laughs> so, so Aquaman, I want to like it. Uh, the trailer didn't sell me on it. You
1: didn't, really? No.
0: No, for a second there, it was like they were tricking me. You were a
1: half chub and then yeah. right back down yeah, Well Flash. Not, yeah, I'm
0: like, man, are they tricking me here? And then it just kept playing and playing. I'm like, God bless it. I. Bless their ex- hearts for the, the simple minded <laughs> folks that are creating these the DC simple-minded movies. The simple minded folks at Warner Bros. and DC. Yeah.
1: I'm excited Get about color it. Get the coloring
0: crayons back out, boys.
1: Look, they're, they're doing like an underwater movie with like underwater battles and. Aquaman is? I hate you <laughs> I so much. No, you shit. son of a bitch. <laughs> I know. No, shit. No, but it looked cool the way that they did it. And like their faces move like normal, but their hair flows in the water.
0: Yep. It was cool. Because I want to see two hours of <laughs> the, that guy with flowing hair and a trident. It flowed well. You know it did. You know no, did. flow. it did flow well. There was a couple of scenes where where it did pique my interest. We'll see. That's a, another one. Right now, it's definitely a no theater movie for me. But we'll see what the next trailer looks there's
1: like. A, there's a really cool character in there, one of the villains, Black Manta. And he's mm. got like the big oblong shaped oh, helmet, see that. yeah. And he's got the big eyes. So when they said Aquaman was going to be in like the Justice League, and then they teased him in, in Batman versus Superman, I was hoping they would introduce that character, and because I think it's it would be really cool on how they presented him on screen. Um, and I think from the trailer, it looks like they did a, a good faithful adaptation and didn't give him some, unless he, you know has the helmet on in the first scene and then he takes it off and he never wears it again because that actor's agent's like, hey, I need this guy to...
0: (laughs) Show his face. I need her to
1: show his face. Like, that's the thing. Like, all the Marvel movies, all the DC movies in the posters, they all have their helmets off. And so that's... I don't like that in comic book movies. I mean, the characters that need to have their helmets on should have their helmets on and their masks on.
0: Not all the time. I, I, I... Not the whole thing. I'm not going to sit here and argue. That doesn't bother me at all.
1: Bothers me just a little
0: bit. I mean, like, if they weren't wearing their costume at all, and they were just regular guys just dressed up, like, what the hell am I going to watch? But, I mean, they Captain America wears, wears its uniform, you know. Thor's recognized. I mean, they're all recognizable. I don't know where you're going with... They have to wear their masks and stuff, so you can't they recognize them. should wear their them. mask at all times. All right. So, those are the upcoming ones that we know about.
1: There's other movies that are oh before we get on it's not a movie but it was the Titans trailer. Um, what do you think about Fuck Batman?
0: I thought that was that was the one thing that kind of turned me sideways on the trailer. You're like oh huh? well excuse me because well, at first I didn't know what it was to tell you the truth. I got the notification. It said Titans and I was like all right well I'll just watch whatever this Titans is. Titans of
1: industry. What are we doing? Yeah. About?
0: Or or are you talking like? titans large people are you talking like promethean style stuff or, sure. or whatever so i'm like all right well what is this and it's you know this guy i've never this actor i've never seen before talking or whatever and then he pulls the r and i'm like okay i get it right away um and then his response is where's the batman fuck batman i was like damn okay now you, now you got my attention <laughs> um again i i would say out of the that we just talked about. I mean, that one's got my interest peaked. I'd like to see more because they, they they went through it way too quick, sure. man. I mean, like, they burned through it. You could barely see. You're like, oh, which character? Oh, that's that's who that is. Oh, right. okay. And there's a lot of just back and forth. Obviously, Raven and some of the other people. I mean, it's very, very fast-paced. Um, I'm excited to see more. That's the one, of them, one of them that does intrigue me. So, we'll see.
1: Yeah, I'm excited about it, too. I just the the character, the way the characters are are presented in the show, they've gotten a lot of hate, a lot of heat on the internet. So uh, we'll see where it goes. I, I'm okay with you know not 100% faithful adaptations to the previous adaptations. You know what I mean? if if they look a little bit different, they sound a little bit different, they act a little bit different, that's fine. but I would like to see something that kind of kind of stays true to the characters as well.
0: Yeah, and they're launching and doing a lot of uh, a lot of stuff with those guys. Anyways, I mean they just put their first animated uh, movie into theater too, so that's pretty cool. Oh, the Teen
1: Teen Titans Go!
0: Yeah, I mean so that's that's cool, and we'll see we'll see what they do with the show. I mean. Th- Gotham's been successful. We'll talk about all of that stuff in a different ep- episode. So, you know, we'll see. So, what about upcoming projects? There's a
1: few that I just want to... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to splash them out. You talk to the ones that you're interested in. Uh, the Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, the Gotham City Sirens, uh, you know, with the Poison Ivy and the Harley Quinn and the like. The Batman movie. Will it or won't it have Batfleck in it? The Flash movie, the slowest one to get on the scene... And then the Deathstroke movie.
0: Mm. I mean, to me, every one of them, uh, with the exception of Joaquin Phoenix, if that's—I don't think that's fully confirmed. I believe is it fully, is. Is I, it? Because I, I know there was some back and forth there, but it's so, totally
1: mostly sixty percent confirmed.
0: Yeah, so not fully confirmed, but <laughs> I would need to know casting directors and stuff before any kind of excitement really hits me because gotcha. I mean they got potential I mean I'll give them that I mean like uh-huh. you know if Joaquin Phoenix they they tie a decent director and a decent set of writers I'd be game on a Joker on a Joker uh, movie if uh, they how they did Batman you know and and, and what their deal is there then I'd, I'd be interested in that as well I mean the same with it, with really any of them, you know. I am I'm interested as it is just being a fan, but until there's there's something more with it.
1: Okay, before we break, do you think that DC has a chance to catch up, or is it too late to catch up to catch up to Marvel? I I don't. I think mean, not not catch up, but do well enough that they are heading in the same trend. They are in an upward trend yeah, no, on, uh, on the map. Uh, yeah,
0: absolutely. I mean, look, you know, they have the right character. I feel like they've got some of the right characters. I think that they were trying to catch up. They were trying to play a little catch up and thought that they could just pull, pull some bullshit. They blew their load you know they did way early there in the game and it's like stop man go pay for the good writers go pay for the good stuff take your time with this and you're going to yield a better product um we've we've seen what not good movies look like and when you have them back to back like that i mean it's tough so what is there any one of those movies that you're looking at or any of those ones? Wait, I'm excited for
1: the I'm excited
0: for the Flash movie. I'd be excited for the Batman movie if Batfleck
1: stayed on board, but I heard rumors that he was going to ditch and dive after uh, Justice League. So, I mean, there's that. I mean, I, I'll still be interested in it, but I liked Ben Affleck as Batman. I thought he did a good job as Batman. So I'd like I like to see that. I'd like to see the Flash and Deathstroke is a kind of interesting. What about the Joker? Well, the, the Joker, if it's with King Phoenix, it's not going to be part of, like, the DC Worlds. Uh, right, trademark. right. It's, I, it's, I mean...
0: And there's interesting ties because they were saying Martin Scorsese was supposed to be it the could, producer. It could be
1: really cool. I mean... That's it, what I'm saying. We I mean, haven't like, seen a real... I mean, in Batman movies, we've seen Joker origin, you know, like parts, but we haven't seen a full-on Joker origin movie. I would be... Outside
0: of a killing joke. A Killing Joke, um, which was a movie, the first rated R.
1: Oh, that was the cartoon one, yeah.
0: Yeah, that was the first rated R, uh, Batman quote unquote movie. Well, and then they did it in or animated movie. They
1: did it in, um, you know, the the movie with uh, Jack Nicholson where he was the he was the Joker. Right. Um, they did kind of his origin there, but they and and the thing I'd be afraid of in that case would be that. Eighty percent of the movie would be spent on him pre Joker, and you know twenty percent would him finally being the Joker. I'd like to see him become the Joker and have like a Joker movie. Maybe maybe forty percent is pre Joker, maybe like sixty percent is
0: as he like evolves from one to the other as,
1: as Joker and him and his family and friends and and you know fellow gang members get used to him. Being this new thing, this, this, right, and that dimension. depends on which story
0: story arc you come from. I mm-hmm. mean, a killing joke is a completely different animal than sure. some of the other stories that have been told. So, all right, so we're wrapping up the episode here. I can guarantee we're going to be back talking about DC Universe. We're going to get back in those DC panties, baby. Yep, especially as some of these commercials, some of this other stuff kind of airs out. It'll give us more, uh, material to kind of cover, talk about, and tell you how or how they are not going to be successful. But in the meantime, I think Dustin may have something that's going to fix erectile dysfunction. Go.
1: (laughs) If you use this to fix your your ED, uh, you're in trouble. Um, If you're listening to the show and you have ED, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to offend. Okay, so this um i found on digital trends uh this is a smart door attachment that will slow house fires with devilishly simple technique is the name of the article um so what this is what it does is it's a device there's a picture of it right there you guys can't see it out there but you can anthony Mm -hmm. so you put it on your door and it has a sensor on it, much...
0: The interior door, it looks like. Yes, all of your interior doors.
1: And you put it on your interior door, and it has an extra sensor in it. So your smoke alarm will go off, beep, 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 beep. And then this sensor will go off, and it will make a sound, beep, 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 beep. It will also send a signal to your phone, beep, 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 beep and uh, it will shut the door that it is attached to. And so, uh, of course, why you wanna shut the door uh, when, the, when the fire alarm goes off, just your regular interior door can buy you an extra 20, 25 minutes in the event of a fire. Mm. And so if you've got you know kids in the home that sleep in another room, but maybe they're, they're scared of the dark or something, they wanna sleep with their door open, you can attach this thing. If the fire goes off, uh, if the fire alarm goes off and there's fire in the house, you'll know you'll have bought your kids some extra time if they're behind
0: a closed door. Mm.
1: So I think it's a pretty cool cool little device. What do you think?
0: Yeah, no, I, I really do. I think if you paired that with, uh, at first when you were telling me, I'm like, what? It's just extra alarms. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just another an alarm, smoke detector, right? Yeah, at first, but when when it's a uh, door release like that, I mean, that makes sense. That that sounds that sounds like a like a pliable thing. If you paired that with like the Nest Home system too, sure, which is also a uh, you can get the carbon monoxide and fire detector combi right. unit, right? Um, it also will uh, inform you or message your phone, and if you have And I'm going a little far and I'm not trying to overthrow your thing there. So if you had that, it'd close your doors. If you had the Nest thing, it'd notify you too. That thing also, if you had the Nest thing and you had the Nest thermostat, it talks to the thermostat and shuts your thermostat off. Oh, nice. So if you have gas or whatever, it'll stop pouring and forcing air through your home. Oh, that's cool. So, I mean, shit, if you get enough of these devices... The, the only thing it's not going to do is <laughs> put the fire out. You know Your home's
1: mean? like going into defense mode. It's like slam, 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 so shut so down, boom, power well, down, I, I, oh, I know, alarm, right? alarm, alarm. Well, and if you
0: have the Nest cameras, too, it starts alarming, and it'll, it'll start kind of focusing on where the fire is. I mean, so hot damn.
1: I, I just thought it was a cool little, uh, little, little device in my professional world. I do a lot of safety things, and so uh, that – kind of it just kind of piqued my my curiosity my interest that is
0: pretty cool and is it magnetic then uh i don't think it's magnetic i think you have to affix it to the wall but so how does the door open and close are your doors stuck open until the one time your fire alarm (laughs) you you, i'm trying to get out there's a fire in here (laughs) jesus christ You've
1: killed me this day! <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh my goodness!
1: Uh, shoot, I was closed doors vital in the event of a fire. Modern construction, so it's got
0: some kind of attachment, right? Yeah. So where where did the folks find this? Well, I found it on Digital Trends, but the
1: product is called Life Door. It's a Kickstarter product.
0: Okay, so maybe it, they haven't. Fi- it's a Kickstarter, so maybe they didn't figure out how to. It just it.
1: it just said it's a, a device designed to be mounted onto the existing bedroom doors in your house. Oh it also illuminates the room with an LED light as well.
0: So another light night light.
1: Well, yeah, it's a firelight though. It's like, "Oh, my, I get up and this a soothing green." "Oh, I get up and that's that hellscape red."
0: That and means... the and the alarm's not going to get you. <laughs> You're going to look at the LED ring on it.
1: Well, I do like, Damn,
0: I, I almost I almost left the house burning because but <laughs> I looked at that that light. That's what gave it away. I hate you. I hate you so much. Yeah. So no, but it does sound. It does sound like a interesting and kind of a cool, kind of a cool. Uh...
1: Oh, okay. Here's some more information, you smartass. Uh, installing the device is straightforward, on par with putting on a doorstop, which mounts to a door hinge. We have a broad target audience from smart home enthusiasts. Oh, like the Nest uh, Mm -hmm. devices you were talking about there. New parents, fire service families on the consumer side. But we also see traction through insurance companies that insure unsprinkled multifamily buildings.
0: Cool. Now, that sounds sounds interesting, man. All right, guys. So that wraps up this episode of Culture Jacked. Make sure to throw your headphones to the floor. Check us out on Twitter. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast here on iTunes or SoundCloud. And tune in next week. Culture Jack. Tech,
1: games, movies, and more.